Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode, I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there beautiful souls and welcome to episode 63 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. I'm really excited about today's topic. So today's episode is called Intuitive Goals and Intuitive Guidance Along the Way to Reaching Them, Part 1. So this is going to be a multi-part series. Um, I'm going to share with you on the way through as I'm reaching my goal and the journey to reaching that using my intuition along the way, every step of the way. And it has certainly not been a linear or an easy journey, but it is has been one full of incredibly valuable life lessons and just this incredible journey of ups and downs like any journey in life nothing is ever linear when we're working towards a goal there's no such thing as you just go bang 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 straight up the stairs it is up and down and all over the place and around in circles you didn't expect so I'm going to share the whole journey with you all of the ins and outs all of the unexpected detours the tough times the amazing times every single part of it because I feel like It's something that is not often shared enough um, when we're reaching a goal or wanting to achieve something and we can often feel deflated and like we're not doing it right. So I'm here to share my whole journey openly with you. So I wanted to start initially with receiving this goal. So um, back in November, at the start of November or end of October 2021, I was feeling really disconnected to my body physically in terms of I was feeling really unfit. I put on a bit of weight through um, the pandemic, through all the lockdowns. I, I didn't have a really specific physical goal through that time. I didn't have like an end goal to work towards. It was just like, you know, do some weights, do a bit of bike riding, do some walking, just to kind of try and keep fit, try to shift and process emotions, try to stay feeling good mentally, um, you know, try to stay a little bit physically, you know, healthy as well. But there wasn't this kind of big overarching goal that I then received later in the year. Um, So I was at a stage where I was just feeling really disconnected, really just like not at all like my normal fit, healthy, vibrant physical self. So I asked the, um, the universe, I asked my soul for a goal. I just said something on the lines of thank you for inspiring me and giving me a goal to work towards a physical goal. And then I let it go. And this is a massive part of the process is letting it go and trusting in when the goal drops in. And then it's also knowing when the goal is dropping in. So for me, it came in, in thoughts were dropping in my mind and it was like, start running, have a running goal, run a half marathon. And it just kind of kept dropping in and getting stronger and stronger over a few days. I reckon it took me about four or five days to a week to actually receive the goal from when I asked. So I was sitting in this space of trusting surrendering. I just kept focusing on it'll drop in at the right time. I had this trust because I've done it so many times before that it would drop in. 
Um, even though there are definitely sometimes with that process that I get frustrated and I, I get impatient, but I just knew that this one would drop in. And so it dropped in to run a half marathon. Um, and I got a specific goal too of before my 40th birthday in 2022, which is the 14th of October this year. So I was like, okay, that gives me like 11 months. I'll be able to do that easy. I haven't trained for a half marathon in about 11 years, maybe 12. Yeah, probably 11-ish years. Um, so it's been a long time since I've done any like really significant running training. I've done little bits and pieces in between having kids, but the last 10 years has been spent either pregnant or having a child, um, or with kids. So, um, it was really interesting when that goal came up, my body initially felt so excited. It was like every single particle of my whole being was like, yes, this is the goal completely lit up. Just totally, totally excited, um, feeling amazing. And then, of course, the ego comes in. The ego's like, you haven't run in like 10 years. You know, you haven't set a big goal, running goal like this anyway in 10 years. You've done little bits, but not enough. Your pelvic floor is shit after having three kids, giving birth to them naturally, with two of them being really big babies. Um, Yeah, and all of the doubts and fears flooded in. And I was just like, no, I'm focusing on that joy and that energetic flow and incredible feeling that filled my body after the goal dropped in. So that became my focus. And I also then, I just started running. I was like, right, I'm just going to start running. I'm just going to do jog walks to start with. I was still at that stage working on my pelvic floor, trying to get it strong so that I could run and feel strong in my core and in my body and in my pelvic floor. So for me, that looked like having an alarm on my phone go off three times a day to remind me to do my exercises at a time when I knew I could focus on doing them. I didn't mean that every single time I did the full sets and reps that I had planned to, but I at least every day did one full set and then the others I would just do a little bit. And of course, there were other times a day too that I would remember to do them. So just add them in here and there. But that kind of became my focus um, as well as just starting to run. And when I started to run, I don't ever remember a time in life when running felt this hard. I was a runner from a kid. I played a lot of sport as a kid growing up. And I can always remember through my teenage years of just, you know, if I ever wanted some space, I'd go for a run. It was just the thing that I did and just, yeah, I've always done. Um, And so I go out and I start running and I knew my body was going to feel heavy and it was going to feel slow. And I knew that this was a bit of a space and time for me also to process some of the emotions and the energy that was still stagnant in my body from the two years of the pandemic. So I knew that it was going to be a slow start, but oh my God, I felt like I'd never run in my entire life. And I initially, I hated it. I hated how my body felt. I hated how hard it was. I hated that I couldn't just flow and just like float through the air as I ran like I used to. Um, But, you know, back then I'd had like 15 years of consistent-ish running. So this was starting from step one again. So my running started as like maybe a two minutes walk, then a minute run, two minutes walk, then a minute run, just gradually adding it in. And that would be enough for me. I didn't have any kind of structure of how often I was doing it. I was just kind of doing when I felt like it. I'd probably do it maybe twice a week, roughly. Um, And I also had this intuitive knowing that after I'd started and it felt really hard, and I had this also this awareness that I was also processing a lot from the last two years that the next three months of me running or these first three months of me running, I just going to feel like this. It's just going to be 
moving my legs, getting some K's in my legs and just shifting out this energy. And that's exactly what it was. It was three months of just slogging it out, just getting out there, doing it, even though I really wasn't enjoying it. I was like, I just know, I know in my head, my intuition is telling me three months just to get through this phase. And I stuck with it because I had that intuitive knowing and it it came to me just as like, as a knowing, sort of like a thought in my head that was like three months, three months of this, and then it'll get easier. And it literally was, it was three months. So I started at the end of November. So that takes me through to December, Jan, Feb. Um, Yeah, by the end of Feb, it was starting to feel a bit lighter, which was amazing. My body was starting to feel easier to run. I was starting to enjoy it. It was amazing. It was summer here in Australia. I go out sort of first thing in the morning when it was nice and cool still because I love running in the cool before it got too hot and it was just awesome and then one of the stumbling blocks hit so being the um, first year that my youngest has attended childcare or kinder he's in three-year-old kinder that first year of them bringing all the bugs home it just began and we have had a year this year that is just insane so we're in the seventh month of the year. I think we've had about or close to four months of someone being home um, spread out through that seven months. So I've had a lot of time at home with someone being sick and looking after someone, which initially I let that throw a spanner in the works. I had done my three months of running and then the sickness started to hit. I had no idea how long that was going to last. Had a few weeks off running and it just kept going and I just didn't make the time to run. I didn't figure out another way of getting it in. And there's there's a few things I'm going to share with you a bit further down my journey, but it wasn't a non-negotiable for me at that stage, whereas now it is. I will fit it in no matter what I have to do to fit it in. But back then, I was just kind of getting started. I wasn't fully feeling the motivation in my body. I wasn't feeling amazing in my body. So I was kind of like, "Eh, you know, I've got plenty of time to reach this goal. I'm just not feeling it as much at the moment, even though it was getting a bit easier but my intuition was just leading me and it was just like, just, just go with it. It's fine. Like if you need to have a break, have a break. So anyway, I think I had a couple of months break and then started to run again. And then, um, you know, feeling not like I was going back to the start again, but still not feeling amazing in my body at this stage. And then we went on a family holiday just after I'd started to get back into running again and kind of doing it once or twice a week. And my kids, my whole family and I were standing on this rock watching these dolphins that were like 15 meters away, playing in the waves, unbelievable, mesmerized. And then my son fell off the back of the rock. I was holding him and my other son and I lifted them up and I took the brunt of the fall and fell onto these rocks on my butt and sliced my big toe open like there was, and my knee and there was, oh, I am really not good with that sort of stuff, but there was blood everywhere. I had this massive flap on my toe. It was absolutely horrible. Um, anyway. That led, that experience led to six weeks of me not even being able to put a shoe on. I couldn't put a shoe on. I literally had to walk around in, uh, with my foot bandaged up. I bandaged it so I could put a thong on. And if it was a little bit wet, I had to put a plastic bag on my foot. So I literally couldn't put a shoe on for six weeks. So that meant six weeks with no running, which was just initially I was so angry. I was so frustrated because I just started getting back into running But at the same time, the universe just kept saying, you need to surrender. You need to surrender and trust and let go. And at that stage, when I hurt my foot, I'd come out of about eight, nine weeks of having someone sick at home. And I was exhausted. I was so depleted Um, on this camping trip we went on, which was amazing with some beautiful, beautiful friends. I would just nap. My husband would take the kids and I would nap. 
Um, I was just so, so deeply exhausted. And this was the universe's way of saying, you need to rest. You can't keep pushing forward with your half marathon goal when you're in this state. And initially I wasn't trusting. I was like, no, this throws such a spanner in the works. I just want to get out and run. I want to get the K's in my legs. I want to start to feel light again. I could start to feel that, you know, it wasn't as heavy as it in my body as I was at the start. So I was starting to head towards feeling that lightness again with running. So anyway, had to kind of quickly just go, all right, just tune in and ask why, why has this happened? And I just kept getting back. You need to surrender and let go. So I had to kind of quickly try and get myself to this space of like, all right, I'm just trusting in this process. And it allowed me time to do once, once the, my toe had started to heal properly, I could do a little bit of spin bike at home. I could do some yoga. I could do some weights. So I just worked on that through that time and didn't do any running. And then finally, um, it was at the end of May, I think that I finally, finally got to start running again. Um, and it was just like, okay, I've, I really have to really have to kick this into gear. And then I actually looked at how many weeks I had left until my 40th. And at the time I was like, oh my God, I've got 16 weeks. Like I seriously, I'm going to run this half marathon and I'm going to train in a sustainable way. I need to set a program now. So by that stage, I'd I'd done a few weeks of running and then I was like, right, let's, let's write a goal. Let's just write this program up. So I think we're heading to about June now. So in June, one night I was lying in bed and this was just, again, my intuition dropping in um, and I was checking in with it kind of regularly as to when to do things and, and receiving guidance all along the way, even through all these detours and these times that felt like WTF, why can't I just run? I was just so frustrated, but really good lessons in surrender along the way and in sustainability in terms of like, don't do too much, don't expect too much. Um, but put boundaries in and put a schedule in and stick to it. Like really hold it, hold it. Like it's very valuable. And like, I just, you know, tap into that determination and, and approach it from that space. So I was lying in bed one night and I'd been thinking about it for a few days. I was like, I've really got to make some time to write this running program. Otherwise there's no way I'm going to be running a half marathon in 16 weeks. So I'd been hearing the call in my mind for a couple of days, write the program, write the program. I just hadn't made any time. Life was busy. I was letting it get in the way. I wasn't prioritizing it. So one night I was lying in bed, just relaxing before sleep. And I just had this intuitive hit of get your phone out, open up notes and write your 16 week program right now. So I did it. I was like, right, I'm doing this now because I was starting to get nervous that I wasn't going to have enough time to train and that I wouldn't be able to increase gradually enough, you know, without injury. So I grabbed my phone out that the intuitive like guidance and pull was so strong. So I opened up notes in my phone um, and yeah, I wrote my 16 week running program and you may or may not know this about me, but in what feels like a previous life, before I got into the energy work of kinesiology and Reiki and intuitive healing, I initially started off after school as a myotherapist, but then I also worked um, and studied as a Pilates instructor and a personal trainer. So I knew the foundations of how to write myself a program. I knew that, you know, an increase of 10 to 14% per week was what the body can handle without getting injured. So I sat down wrote all the numbers out, figured out how many Ks I had to be doing each week or how much time I had to be running and segmentally increase that each week, but also balanced it with some cross training of, um, 
some slower runs, some bike work, some weights as well to keep me strong, some yoga to do some beautiful strength and stretching work, and then a speed run as well. So I was scheduling in three runs, my long run that kept increasing each week, a speed run that was a bit of jogging with um, segments of speed in there to help me increase my pace, and then a recovery run, which was just like 15 minutes, just go out and move the legs. Um, and then, yeah, all the other all the other sessions scheduled in and I wrote it out for the 16 weeks. And as soon as I finished, I just felt this like oh, this relief in my body for actually doing it, because I knew that now all I've got to do is stick to this. And I was so motivated to stick to it. I knew that I would. And I'm now at week five of that program. And I am like chomping at the bit to get out there and run. I just want to run every single day. But I know that I'll end up injured if I do that. So I'm just loving it. I'm pushing myself. I did my long run yesterday. I really pushed myself. My ego was having a field day. It was like, oh, you're feeling a bit tired. Don't do it. I went out. I did it anyway. I had two kids at home. So my two youngest were home just on the tail end of a cold and couldn't go to kinder and school. And I said, right, guys, I'd I'd fed them. They'd been to the toilet. I was like, right, I'm going to go out and I'm going to run 49 minutes. You guys can watch the TV. Don't do anything else. I'm going to take the keys. And I ran up and down the street out front of my house. There's like an 800 meter kind of loop of where I can still see my house running up and down the street, which I did for 49 minutes. I ran that loop over. I don't know how many times I ran it, but I just ran it because I was like, if I make excuses now and I say that I don't have the time to do it, I'm not going to reach my goal. So my motivation at this point is completely different. It's really it's this intrinsic need to run. It's this intrinsic need to continue sticking with my program. It's not this like hard slog of trying to convince myself anymore. It's like, I cannot wait to get out there and do it. And I still trust my intuition the whole way along the way, even to things like each week, I know what sessions I have to do, but I don't have them scheduled in until like the Sunday night, I'll sit down and I'll look at my week ahead and I'll be like, okay, this is what's planned for the week ahead. These are like the six or seven sessions I've got to get in. How is that going to work with um, what my week looks like at the moment? And I will write out my schedule. There are even times during the week where I'm like, oh, I might wake up exhausted after my long run and just be like, no, I can't do my weight session today. Or I just, I really need a rest day. Last week, there was one day where I'd had sick kids. Uh, I'd been up lots during the night and I barely slept for like three days. And I woke up one morning and I was just so drained in my body. And it was a sort of fatigue where my body was just saying, you just need to rest today. And I just kind of kept checking in during the day. So I didn't do the session I was meant to do that day because I just kept checking in and my body was like, no, you really need to rest today. And just, just having that communication with my body and you know, working on that relationship of really feeling into what's going to serve me best. So there are sometimes when we're tired, when we actually really need to rest. And sometimes when we're tired, when we need to get off our butts and move. And for me, it was just reconnecting into that space and going, right, what do I need right now? Do I need to move through this or do I need to rest? And on this particular day last week, it was like, no, this is your rest day for the week. I have one rest day a week where I don't do anything except for maybe a walk or something like that. Um, But yeah, even each week, even during the week, even on the day, I will tune in and check in and go, is this the right thing for me to do today? And I'm checking in with my intuition. I'm checking in with my body. So it's this continual communication with my body, with my intuition, and it is strengthening it to another level, which feels amazing, but also really reconnecting me to my body. I feel like I understand my body so much more now that I've pushed through those tough times. I've worked through the detours. I've learned the lessons and I'm applying them. 
I'm surrendering when I need to, I'm resting when I need to, I'm listening to my body. And it's just become this fine tune over time. It's, it's taken time. Um, you know, we're, you know, into eight months now since I first got the goal, eight and a half months. And it feels amazing. It's, you know, if you told me eight months ago, I'll feel like this in eight months time, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait, but I don't know if I believe you. It was just through, you know, through sticking to it and through trusting in that goal, trusting in that initial sensation in my body that was full body, every single part of my being, every single cell, every single vibrational particle of my being lit up when that goal dropped in. And I just had to keep going back to that and keep revisiting that feeling for that motivation until it became this intrinsic need to keep running. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at now. I'm also in a space where I'm devouring podcasts and books on running. So even if you don't have a running goal, I want this podcast episode and this series to be applicable to whatever goal you want to achieve. So just, you know, insert whatever goal you want to achieve into when I'm talking about running. Um, it's something that I'm hugely passionate about. Yours might be something completely different. It doesn't have to be running at all. But for me at the moment, I'm devouring running books. I'm devouring books on marathons and ultra marathon runners, podcasts. When I go for a run, I will listen to um, a marathon runner or an ultra marathon runner. As I'm talking, I'll listen to them being interviewed and I'll draw on, on their experience and I'll draw on their energy and just everything about that, ex- that, um, yeah, the energy and the words that are going into my ears and into my body. So it's something that I've really, really immersed myself deeply in. Um, and especially having not run really or had any structured running like I'm doing now in over 10 years, I wanted to touch base too with the running industry and just see, okay, what what have I missed out on or what's new in the last 10 years that I can apply to myself now to, you know, make myself the strongest, best version of myself for this goal. So I'm absolutely immersing myself in it. But what I really wanted to focus on as the practice and the sort of tool or the the main drawing from this conversation is the misconception about intuitive goals being easier and linear. And while I personally believe that any goal worth achieving is not going to be easy, it's it's also not going to be linear. Um, And the detours and the tough times have taught me those lessons that I need to reach my goal in a really sustainable way. And had I not injured my foot and have you had that family sickness and I paused, I probably still would have been trying to push myself in a way that was unsustainable and, and not looked at the balance of, okay, let's do some cross training. Okay. Let's, you know, I would have got there eventually, but I think those things really made me stop and evaluate and go, okay, what do I need to let go of right now? How can I sit in a space of surrender And how can I trust my journey and stay in constant, consistent communication with my soul and the universe and and receive that guidance from my intuition along the way? So that's where I'm at now. I'm in week five of my structured training program. Um, It goes all the way up to week 16. So I have 11 weeks to go. I will record another podcast continuing this journey because I really have no idea how the next 11 weeks are going to unfold. I don't know what lessons I'm going to learn. I don't know what detours are going to pop up. I have no idea, but I know that I'm so motivated and I will find a way to make this happen. So I'm, yeah, I'm really excited to to share with you in the next episode of this series, whenever that is, maybe in about a month or so, um, 
yeah, the update of what's happening. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's this really important, important journey that once we have received an intuitive goal, stay connected to your intuition the whole way along the way. If your soul and the universe are giving you a goal, they're giving it to you because there's number one lessons you need to learn in achieving that goal, but also that you have the capacity to do it and that you will expand into the capacity to do it by following the intuitive steps along the way. So you don't need to know the whole, all the steps right now. You don't need to know the whole journey right now. Just keep asking, keep thanking the universe for some guidance, pull some oracle cards, meditate, journal, sit in silence, walk in nature, you know, have a healing session, whatever it is that helps you tune in and receive from your intuition, do that. Um, I also wanted to mention too that I am working in the clinic at the moment consistently in the evenings and I'm so excited. So if you are feeling like you are lost with tuning into your intuition, you want some help around it, maybe you're completely new to it, or maybe you're blocked, you've been doing this for a while, but you're blocked at the moment and you want to work through those blocks, I offer sessions in person in Mornington, Victoria, Australia or online. So you can find all that information at stephdemetrius.com or you can come and ask me questions um, on Instagram. My handle is at stephdemetrius. But the sessions that I do, I offer intuitive mentoring, which is solely based on figuring out where you are blocked within the intuitive cycle and how to move through that. We also do a little bit of practice of you talking and receiving um, intuitive guidance within that session and connecting in that session, which is so powerful. Just reminding yourself that you can do it and how to do it. I also do an energy balance sessions, which are a combination of kinesiology, Reiki and intuitive healing. Um, and like I mentioned, all these sessions can be done either in person or online because energy has no boundaries. So we can be across the world, which some of my clients are and still work together and achieve amazing results. And yeah, it just depends what you want on the day. You might just want completely a full Reiki session. I can do that. You might want a mix of the three or you might just go, hey, Steph, what are you feeling? And I will just tune into your energy and see what you need on the day. You may not have a specific goal. You might just be feeling like you're not your normal self and work on that. Or you might have a really specific goal and we can work on releasing and shedding any energy and emotions that are blocking you from experiencing that goal. So I love this work so much and it will be my pleasure to support you on your journey. So feel free to, um, yeah, drop me a line via my website, stephdemetrius.com or on Instagram at stephdemetrius. I hope you have an awesome week ahead. I'm sending you so much love. And if you feel called to share your intuitive journey with me, please email me, um, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear your journeys. I am just, I love this intuitive conversation and I love hearing how you are all applying it to your life and yeah, really learning and playing and inviting it in. So let me know, but I will see you next week. I hope you have a beautiful week and take care. Thank you so much for being here today. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would absolutely love it. If you're enjoying this podcast series to head on over and give this podcast a five-star rating and write a review so that more beautiful souls can find this podcast and feel inspired too. If you have any questions you would like answered on the podcast, feel free to email me at info at and I will answer those questions in upcoming episodes. If you are after more support and guidance with intuition, I have free resources and I am taking one-on-one sessions again online and in person. So you can head on over to www.stephdemetrius.com 
have a look there and I look forward to connecting with you soon. I will see you next week.